Ziggy Marley with uh, uh, True to Myself off his Dragonfly album. So uh, welcome to Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. This is an afternoon uh, podcast. I have a little bit of time, a little bit of privacy, uh, no interruptions from work. Um, I'm going to use this valuable time, uh, this my lunch time, I should say, for to work on something that's really, really been close to dear in my heart. And um, this episode is Variety Episode 24. So this is going to be a really, really good episode. I'm really uh, I'm excited about this because I've been working these thoughts out. So first off, let me just say thank you to all my listeners out there. Thank you for all my supporters. Um, we are definitely going to be making headwaves out here on Good Vibes Adjacent B. We're definitely setting the mark a little higher. We've reached or I have reached 100 listens in one particular episode, actually 101. But uh, I, my new goal within the next six months to a year is 1,000 goal, 1,000 listens or 1,000 listeners. And um, that's I guess that would be my low end. And then on my high end, to have 100,000 listeners, you know, in general, to really go viral, to really uh, be an outspoken, good podcaster that people – love to listen to. There's so many of us podcasters out there. There's a very many put well put together and polished, but doesn't mean that you can't be. So we're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to talk about owning your own happiness. We're going to talk about uh, the experience of podcasting. I'm going to go over my personal experience of podcasting. We're going to go over a a few personal things um, in reflection, um, in projection of what is definitely making things better in life and how to make even today a lot better than it was yesterday. So stay tuned. We'll be right back in just a moment. And we're back. Um, So thanks for that brief little break for a second. So um, I'm structuring my podcast a little bit more, getting a little better at this, definitely. um, So this part of the episode is called Personal Development. Um, Later in the episodes, we're going to be talking about podcasting, uh, perspective, and ingredients to making your situation better. So this really is more of the good vibes part of my podcasting. I don't do it too often. I I talk about situations a lot of times in a broad minds and more perspective. So this today, today's variety episode, I believe, is going to be a lot more positive, a lot more uplifting. So we're going to get started with that. So... um, in personal development, um, I was listening to the B, no, BS Detox by Katie Harrell. She's on iTunes. She has been here on Anchor. Um, a little background about her. And um, 
she she has uh, another she had another podcast called the Coffee Talk. Um, really interesting, uh, to say the least. And um, she definitely gave me something to think about. You know, um, talking about basically how we we kind of suffer through our consequences going over in our head. Are we too much in our head? You know, are we placing happiness as a destination or as opposed to a state of being? Um, like anything, happiness comes and goes. We face struggle, we face things, we struggle with things. Sometimes we, we're, we're mad, you know, we're upset. We're like trying to figure out like what is really going to happen here or how can I make, keep that no stress, no challenge, no uh, discomfort kind of a, um, kind of a deal. So um, let me just read, like, as I was playing in the intro, True to Myself by Ziggy Marley, um, let me read some of the lyrics that, that just this song begins right off the bat. And it says, yeah, life has come a long way since yesterday, I say, and it's not the same old thing over again, I say, just do what you feel, don't, don't you fool yourself, I say, because... I can't make you happy unless I am, I say I am, you know, got to be true to yourself. That's uh, the chorus. And, you know, day to day in, day out, I've asked many questions. I, you know, only to find the truth is never, never changes. If you don't deal with it, keep killing you. If you don't deal with it, it keeps killing you little by little, I, I say. Call me selfish if you will. My life is alone. My life alone can I live. Got to be true to myself. I don't care if the truth hurts. I'm tired of lies and all these games. I've reached the point in my life or in life. Hey, no longer can this be this way. Don't come crying to me. I too have shed my share of tears. I'm moving on. Yes, I'm grooving on. Hey, well, I'm finally free. Got to be true to myself. So really interesting perspective, just in a song alone, um, to really, really get people to think about uh, personal development. Um, per this personal development, does it can apply to your relationships. It can apply to your business, your work. Uh, it can apply to friendships. Um, what are the, a lot lately that I feel I've been dealing with is recognizing how I'm involved, how I make things happen, or I don't make that things happen, how I, I do something or I don't do something and, and where it impacts in my life. Um, a lot of times I felt like, you know, my problems were based out of blame. I, I, I just couldn't get past that. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm someone who do, who does seek therapy. I am not perfect. Um, I seek therapy for personal development. I am taking an active role in correcting the inequalities in myself. And the reason why is because I am a father. I am a role model to three girls. I have three beautiful daughters. And not just that, you know, thinking about myself, I'm 46 years old, going to be 47 this year. And it's like, I look back and it's like, what have I really accomplished? And what have I not accomplished in that time that I said I was going to do? You know, did I fulfill my word? 
And all this goes into the ingredients of personal development and happiness. And like I said, happiness is not a destination. It's a place of being. And what you're putting into your personal uh, development for happiness is going to be determined on you. Like um, there's a lot of self-help gurus. There's Tony Robbins. There's Eric Thomas. There's Les Brown. Um, I'd even have to say Gary V is one of those kind of people too, in a way, but he's kind of like business, like let's not bullshit around, you know? So there's so many different avenues of where you can get help, but you have to go and seek help. And it goes back to that saying that age old saying the student must seek the teacher. Yes. You always have a teacher in life. You always have a developmental area in your life that you do need to seek a little guidance or to mastery. So say like if you want to make a lot of money, but you don't know what to do. Well, to get to that point, you got to ask yourself why. And then um, to find out what you want to do is start doing things just and just eliminating what you don't do that has not worked and has you stagnant. So that's that's kind of like an area of personal development. So so in my therapy um, that I have with a doctor, it's all it's with my relationships, business, friendships, acquaintance, and how I act. So it's accountability and how to go to go through with. I'd have to say my my counselor is more of a coach, you know, a life coach, um, and I totally feel safe with him. And it's really hard to find one of those where it's not like they're trying to overly tell you what to do, but they're asking you questions how you can choose to develop yourself in a better way. So owning your happiness, what does that really mean? Okay, so ask yourself, do you put your happiness on making someone else happy? Do you put your happiness on a condition or um, circumstance like, okay, I can be happy on Saturdays or when paydays or Fridays, you know, for example, uh, Fridays is a lot for a lot of exciting people. It's like, okay, I get to release the strains of life that have me to my obligation of how I take care of myself and my family. So Friday is kind of like the freedom, like, oh yeah, I'm free. I'm not in jail. I'm not in uh I'm not in a metaphorical prison to doing tasks. And that and that goes into another issue. It's like, what are you doing for work? Is it making you feel like you're a prisoner? You know, and it's all a choice. So happiness as far as um, how to get to it, how to have it, um, you got to start looking at the things that make you miserable and just write them down. Seriously, you've got to, Put a jot them all down. I don't care how long it takes. Just make a list. Like like for me, one of the examples that really makes me ha- unhappy is I don't like being broke. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't like going down to my last dollar. I it's a fear. I mean, even as a businessman, I am. It's something I hate, and sometimes it happens. You know, as a businessman, you got to be willing to spend money at times and willing to lose it on a bad decision or a mistake. But that mistake can teach you so that you can grow, you know, further. So for me, um, spending to down to my last dollar is really something that I hate about or I don't like about myself. 
Um, I also don't like putting my feelings in someone else's hands. Like I need someone to validate me. So as I was going through a lot of these internal issues this week on my podcasting, I was realizing what are the ingredients that I put there? And so I started thinking about, well, what really makes me happy? Well, I'm going to be honest. Here's a few things that really make me happy. One, I love playing video games once in a while. I love alpine skiing and I haven't done it in years. So definitely 2019, uh, it's going to happen with the next couple weeks. I'm definitely going to be going for sure. Um, I love salsa dancing. Uh, for me, salsa dancing has introduced me to my, my girlfriend. Now I've met many different people. I've met many different women and it's freeing because you don't need to have a conversation. And it's not like I'm, I was trying to hit on anyone, but it's fun. It's aerobic. The music's, you know, hopping. Um, it's more of a structural dancing that I kind of like, like I'm not, not just trying to bump and grind, you know, on someone like with most hip hop and what other music, I mean, not to say knock anyone for who does that, but me personally, salsa dancing definitely does. Um, it makes me happy doing that. I love swimming. I really identify with being in the water and my 11 year old is on a swim team. And every day that I take her to a practice, so to speak, um, it reminds me of the love of the water. You know, I love cycling. You know, that's another thing. I love getting down the road. I love getting on the bike. Weather's clear. Weather's nice. And just get out of the head. You know, just like put away your problems. So that's, you know, mentioning things like what makes you happy, what you do, you know, that makes you happy is really a really, really, really pinnacle thing. It is a foundational thing that is going to truly treat your life in a better space. Um, I do like working out. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't have the, I don't have the firm knowledge of working out like a created good structure exercise program, but that's definitely going to be something that's going to be implemented here in 2019. And I am looking at different programs. Um, the only thing is I'm not looking to spend like a boatload of money on a personal trainer. So, uh, you know, there are, a lot of personal trainers and avenues you can take. Um, I just don't feel like spending $300, $400 in one month on one person who just wants to keep me going. You know, I want someone, I want something to teach me um, how to design my own workout and bettering my own health, you know, because I'm diabetic. It's no joke. Um, here's a fact about diabetes. When you exercise, when you work out, when you work out with weights, it really does offset the sugar. So when you eat sometimes poorly or you eat good and your your sugars are spiking, this exercise is going to help you physically flow more. That means your organs, your muscles, your veins, everything that's in your body flows better. And another thing is, is like a part of the happiness is like, what are you putting in the ingredients to happiness? So something I've been doing ever since I watched that show tidy up is what is the personal ownership of my surroundings? Now, um, lately I've been cleaning my room and keeping it clean. And sometimes I, I, I get, it, it gets away from me a little bit of clutter, but, um, I get right back on top of it because I know once I clean it up, my life force frees up and flows 
my day flows a lot better. And I remember from this YouTube video, this Admiral, United States Navy Admiral was saying, if there's anything that you can accomplish and setting your day upright is make your bed, make your bed. Because from that, other things can grow. Other things can be cleared up. And I notice when I come home and I sleep on my bed and it's all made, it just makes my personality grow. It really does. That rest, that welcome, my bed welcomes me and I thank it. Internally, you got to thank your surroundings. You got to thank your home. You got to thank your car for getting you. And you got to thank your bed. You really do. I think you need to, to thank your things. I learned this from Louise Hay, a great motivational um, and I guess helper, therapist. She really does spell it out, you know, and she's passed away. But if you want to listen to someone who can help heal your internal life, um, her lessons, I, I highly um, suggest, as well as Wayne Dyer. Um, Wayne Dyer, thank you very much. But anyhow, getting back to the point of it all. So I know that the ingredients that I put in my life, from the way that I take care of myself, taking care of my clothes, my shoes, the food that I put in my mouth, you know, so on and so forth, it all evolves around the practices, the habits, the rituals. Because as much as you know it, when your life is falling apart, not going where you want it to go, what are the rituals that got that feeling to grow? It's, did you not care? Did you decide to put down a responsibility and just leave it for later? So procrastination is really like one of those things. So it's like, it really kind of destroys from the inside out, you know, and you can see it. So um, if you don't believe me, I want you to test yourself. And I want you to, for the next 30 days, I want you to go. And the only space I want you, if you're a clutter freak, the only space I want you to do is work on your bedroom first and only. For 30 days, I want you to make your bed. I want you to clean up all the clutter, fold things and put them away. And if you're not sure how to fold, there are many videos on YouTube um, that you could check out. Um, Maria Kondo's, uh, series, um, tidying up is also on there, but she goes into how to flow with your folding, put things away. Um, I'm not telling you to be over-organized, but slim up the junk around you. And I want you every day to journal for about 10 minutes of how you felt every day that you, when you cleaned your room, how it felt when you got into your bed at night and when you got up. Offering that sense of gratitude really helps your personal development. So if you have time, try this out, see if it works. If it works, I'm not going to tell you I told you so, but what I would greatly appreciate is give me a call if you're here on Anchor and give me your story. Let me know. I don't, I mean, if it takes a couple messages, okay, whatever. If not, write me an email, goodvibesjasonb at gmail.com. This avenue can be discreet. You can tell me, I don't want this published, but it lets me know what you did, how you did it, why you did it. And if you want me to publish, I'll read your email on there and let people see your example. Now, that's the thing as I have not gotten visual. So um, for right now, it's all audio, so to speak. Um, and that goes to some, some other things, you know, it's like your perspective. 
if your perspective on happiness is jaded, get some help. If you're feeling miserable, suicidal, or depressed, the best way to get you out of that is to get you into something else. Getting yourself out of your head and just doing an activity, even if it's if it's folding clothes, if it's shredding paper, doing an activity will help you sort through things. Because when you sit there and just over and over think about your problems, it just becomes like this huge weight that you cannot escape from. Because your mind's like trying to figure out, well, how do I get the answers? How do I get to this place? Well, if I put this thing here or if I do this thing, I'll be happy. So you're like kind of self-determining your happiness based on consequence, circumstance, or destination. That's what we don't want to do. So I know this because I've been through it. So what makes me happy now? Well, taking my personal time when it needs to be. Okay, a lunch, for example. This is something in work that I highly suggest don't do anymore. Just stop doing it. Um, get out of your workspace. Get away from your desk. When you take a lunch, if you only have 30 minutes, make it about you. If you eat, you eat. Eat. But eat somewhere where you're free from the confines of work. You know, it's going to help. It really will help. Go outside. You know, go eat in a table somewhere. You know, uh, preferably not a break room if you have to. I mean, I understand, but get out. Get outside. Be free of it. Because then when you go back to work, it's like you'll be refreshed. Or meditate. Spend 10 minutes reading, 10 minutes meditating, and just 10 minutes relaxing. That Those activities right there will generate more efficiency than just going eating like, oh God, I hate what I eat, blah, 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 blah. No, these are things that are going to matter in the long run. So start taking ownership of to get you to happiness by changing your circumstantial surroundings. Work can be taxing. And when you're doing, you're not enjoying it. But if you enjoy your work, you are better off than a lot of people. Because if once you enjoy the work, then it's not work anymore. It's like, it's what you're doing. And you can find enjoyment in anything that you do. It doesn't really matter what it is. You could be a garbage garbage man. You could be a police officer. You can be a lawyer. You can be a doctor. You can be anything you want. But the point is, is like, when you take joy, personal joy and pride in your job, you can really go far. So anyhow, so that's, you know, personal development and happiness. So and the other thing about happiness is, is what are the binding things that hold you down? What if you're a dad like me? It's like, you got bills barking at you. It's like, how am I going to do this? My kid's asking me, I want to do stuff. You know, Self-expectations are like the biggest bitch in the world because sometimes the mark is too high. That's the truth. Sometimes we set the mark so freaking high that we can't even get down. It's like being in that, that really high tree. You climbed way up there, but you look back and you got to get down. Say like you got to go pee or something. You got to just get away from that, that high platform. And you look down and it's scary as hell. You're just like, oh, fuck, how do I get down? That's a long way down. You know, 
But you have parachutes. You have ways. So don't make the, the climb so high that you can't get down. And that means the expectations in your mind. Um, I really value my life. And I highly suggest you all value your lives for starters. So to get out of that tree, to get out of that mode of expectations, well, if I don't do this, I suffer here. Consequence should not be the determination and feeder of fuel, fuel for fear. That's the truth. Fear makes us not do things, you know, and you got to take account for that. You really do. You got to say, you know what? I got to stop. You know, I got to stop what's going on. I got to stop the, all this, you know, trouble. I got to stop all of it. I just want to be free. And it's going to matter. It really is going to matter in the long run. And here's why. Because when you don't like, if you imagine if you are a very wealthy person, right? And you decided, I mean, you're a wealthy person, you go and do whatever the fuck you want at any time. So what's the difference between us, the average Joes versus the rich person? Well, the rich person, you know, either they were given money, granted money, or they earned it and they were smart about it, how they cultivated. So they cultivated a work ethic that produced great results, which could lead to happiness, but just because you're rich doesn't mean you're happy. So for the, all those of us who are poor or don't have as much middle class, what's the difference between us and them? We're trying to achieve that, but are we wanting too much? Is your happiness compromised because of what you want out of life? Instead of getting what you have and getting what you deserve, being happy means getting things done, changing up goals. When you get one thing, move on. But the also big thing about happiness is you got to share it. You do have to share happiness like it's a plague because there's too much shit in this world to make you feel bad. There's too many things that'll just make you miserable. If you look around right now, I'm sure you can find 10 things that's going to make you feel bad. So take personal ownership, apply yourself to something, share it with somebody, give back what you've been given. And when you figure out the things that you don't like, well, you just, Hey, you did yourself a favor and thinking, figure out what you did, what you did, you know, to make life better, you know, because that making life better grows abundance and grows success. I've seen a guy who was a marginal realtor like a couple of years ago, really wasn't all that successful. Now this guy in the local community He's pretty damn successful. And what changed, and I asked him what changed, he says, you know what, instead of dreading what I have to do or freaking out about the sales that I wasn't getting, I took your advice and just started being grateful. I said, okay, so how did you, he's like, you know what, I started thinking my house, thinking my bed and started thinking the day. And I started adapting to a more happy attitude. And lo and behold, I started with my, one of my first sales and happy. And the lady says, you're so happy, so easy to deal with. So here's a key. When you're happier and you choose to be happier, more business comes because people want to be like, oh, what do you got that I don't? Your life is happy. You must be successful. 
there's the key. So that's my, my thing on happiness in personal development. Um, take for what you want, but um, I just want you to apply it. So thanks for listening to this part of the episode and we're going to be right back. Okay. Okay. So we're back again. All right. So, um, podcasting, um, I was recording on the road earlier and it really came out crappy. So I'm re-recording about podcasting. Uh, first of all, thank you to anchor, uh, for having your app. I, without it, I would have always wanted to get into podcasting, wouldn't know how. So thank you. Um, thank you for every single listener, every podcaster that I involve myself with, listen to or engage with. Thank you so much. So, um, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, here's what you do. You know, you download the app, app Anchor. And just understand, don't think you need to be professional because what makes the pros are is what you can learn to be. There's tons of information out there. There's tons of stuff where you can develop. There's tons. I mean, there is literally tons of material of how to develop your voice how to develop your message, be concise. So here's a few things for beginning podcasters. One, have a focus area or subject matter that you really want to specialize in. That will distinguish you from many other people. So if you want to do personal development, do personal development. If you want to do sports talk, do sports talk. Listen to a lot of people. You know, practice, play with it a little bit. Um, Also, have a... Out, make an outline for yourself on the subject matter you're going to talk about. Um, like for me, my variety episode 24, it's like I have written down the intro and I wrote little notes down, you know, Ziggy Marley, got to be true to yourself. Um, number two, personal develop, owning your happiness. Um, number three, podcasting. And four is uh, perspective, ingredients. And then the wrap up. So uh, with podcasting, you don't need an expensive microphone to start out with. You really don't. Um, it is kind of helpful, but kind of cool that you can make your own little studio, but don't get all caught up in the technical part of it. Um, just remember it's a tool, you know, a good microphone, really good microphone can cost you God, anywhere from 150 to a thousand dollars for podcasting purposes. But if you're, like me on what I'm using, I'm I bought a podcasting microphone recording kit that's USB based, and it's uh, I forget the Mona brand on Amazon. Bought it for sixty three bucks. It does it records just fine for now. You know, the next thing I am is I'm working with GarageBand. I'm working with you know the technical side of software of recording so that I can listen to myself, um, edit out the, the pauses, whatever. So that's also a perspective, um, with podcasting. So if you're beginning like me, I, this whole last year was a a learning curve. And like I said, in my goals, like, Hey, a thousand up thousand listeners for an episode or a hundred thousand listeners, the sky's the limit. Really. If you really think about it. So have yes in your eyes, and take a lot of time listening, practice, just play with it. Even if it's wrong, even if you just have two, three listeners, that's good enough. You know, just build and build and build, have yes in your eyes and your heart 
and who knows what you'd be capable of. So podcasting, it's a great thing, great expression. I don't really listen, watch too much TV, but podcasting gives me that, you know, that avenue to uh, develop even more. So anyhow, that's all the time I have for podcasting. And we're going to get on to the next particular part of this episode um, on personal perspective um, ingredients. Um, how we can accelerate, you know, the harmony in our lives through that that particular avenue. So I'm going to take a le- brief little break, and I'll be right back. Okay, so personal perspective um, ingredients and what goes into our perspective. Our perspective is ingredients to our situations. Our perspective dictates whether we're going to act or not act, or accept or decline. So. Um, are you using your eyes, your perception values? Um, are you using your listening skills to the full potential of what they could be? And that's what we're going to talk about this part of the episode. So, you know, as I've been dealing with some personal issues, as I started slowing myself down and really taking a, a look at what is going on with my personal development and all that, I started switching on, just be the observer for a while. Don't be the enabler. Don't, don't be the action guy right off the bat because your emotions can sometimes get the best of you. So um, here's a big thing. Increase your, your value of your perspective. It's like, you ever notice, like if you didn't say shit when someone's trying to argue with you and they're just running their mouths and you just kind of like, okay, when is it going to be over? Well, that's a big that's a big deal. A really big deal. If you ask me, um, so say like you let someone run their mouth, but then you figure out when they ran out of gas, that's where you can start and just make, you know, stand with your agreement or disagreement. Um, you know, I, I really feel that increasing your perspective value can dissolve a lot of problems. And I've seen it firsthand. Like someone was trying to blame me for something in particular this week. And I just was like, you're blaming me for your problems and what you are peddling. But I didn't choose to respond or react. So you're getting mad at me for your reactions, how you felt. And it it really saved me from a really bad situation. So then I thought, I was like, wow. You know, people want to blame me for almost anything hold you accountable like like some moral code like everyone's like rules like like everyone else's rules are better than yours no it's not like that it's not like that at all you gotta be comfortable in your own skin own your own shit you know you can't go and blame anyone if you have the blame you got a gun in your hand and you're just pointing at one person but you got three other things pointing right back at you Take ownership of that. Don't blame nothing, no one on nothing. There's people who can impact you, but ultimately you choose to involve or not involve yourself. If you're in a relationship, for example, that you're not happy with, you're the only one to blame. You're still there. You're making up reasons and excuses why to be there instead of knowing why you're there. That will help. So, you know, ingredients to perspective is listening. That's the first one. When someone's engaging with you, are you actively listening? 
Number two, visual. Are you watching their body language? Are you watching how they talk? Do they talk with their hands? Or do they not? Are they overexcited? You know, then the smell. Part of that, it's probably the one of the most un, undermined senses that we have for perspective is smell. If something smells bad, the more likely it is bad. So take in consideration that you can change things by sometimes just even smelling. Then there's the other one, your gut instinct. Your gut instinct is your warning system, your alarm system. If something feels bad and your gut's telling you don't do it, listen to your gut. More than likely, it's right before your brain, your brain of reasoning. So this all adds to perspective. You know, are you feeling good? Say like someone could be ruffling your feathers and they're just sitting next to you and not saying shit. Some people bring bad energy. Got to learn how to protect that. You know, perspective with all those ingredients and understanding what they are. Man, let me tell you, it's like I've gotten out of so many fights possible because my perspective was I'm not trying to give into how they're trying to aggravate me, but how to, um, what am I learning about this person? What am I learning about this organization? So, Definitely something to uh, think about. You know, um, if you keep your open, open mind perspective as a as opposed to a closed mind, you'll achieve a lot more. Well, that's all I have on perspective right now. Um, we're going to get to the wrap up here in just a second. So this is the wrap up part of the episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've gotten through this far tremendous amount of gratitude for you, those who have listened to my perspectives and my opinions. I am so grateful that you are here. Um, I'm looking to grow. Share with your friends if this particular episode. I'm really proud of it. I took time to listen to it. Um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm eternally grateful. Um, so just to wrap up and to go over everything, be true to who you are, not to who you want to project yourself as to be. Um, work on your personal development, owning your own happiness. You know, it's really important podcasting, man. It's definitely an avenue that you can explore and you can be creative with. So don't be afraid to podcast personal perspective, you know, understanding this personal perspective has done me a lot of justice and I feel like I can go really far by improving my personal perspective it helps me not judge people, helps me gain experience with people and creates prosperity. So if you are having troubles, change your perspective, you know, trying to get to happiness, do the work, man. So that's all the time we have for good vibes of Jason B. I hope you all have a great weekend. Might make another episode this weekend. I'm not really sure, but I'm going to wrap it up for today and I've got to get back to work. Thank you all so much for listening.